0: have a boyfriend? Yes, I do. Where is he from?
1: He's from another nation. Which nation? Imagination.
0: Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for
2: your dose of dish. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast, the ultimate, and it's, oh God, an LGBT (laughs) podcast streaming live on Digital Stream Radio, where you can access that live stream every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can do so by visiting digitalstreamradio.com uh wow we are going to be having a great show today we have our guest a guest for the first time in a long time that is not dr g uh so we're excited about that and uh my name is tom i'm your host and as always i'm in the studio with my amazing friends. starting with the first one
0: hey y'all nick or trish and jay bear
2: aka your boyfriend's boyfriend all right now and welcome you all to the dish so um I don't think we have much of anything today uh, in regards to stories, but, you know, we always start roundtable uh, with what we're doing, what's happening in our lives and things like that. And that usually takes us through this first half of the show. And luckily, because we have a guest, so that means we probably don't have to, you know, um, expand or um, talk about other different things. But, but I'm excited for today's de- uh, guest. Uh, today's guest is not only... Um, is he a nutritionist and a life coach you know Paul Bailey has been doing this and has well over 15 years of experience he's been helping gay men transform their health body and self-confidence by focusing on their mindset relationship uh, with food and also themselves so um, I think we can all use a little bit of that Uh yeah in our lives a lot so um, yeah I'm super excited we'll have him on the second half of the show but for now how are you boys let me start with you Trish how you doing, I'm
0: good. I'm good. Life is crazy,
2: uh huh. As always,
0: yeah. Um, I might have a niece by the end of the evening,
2: right? So that's exciting,
0: yeah. I'm really excited about it.
2: He may have to like bolt out of here as soon as the show is done today because you know he might be expecting a little niece, yeah. He'll be
0: on full
1: gunkle status,
0: yeah. <laughs> Gunkling it up, gunkle.
2: Well, I think tonight is just mostly just taking care of the dog yeah, yeah. right yeah while while brother by while Daddy and mommy are in the hospital doing the mm-hmm. real heavy lifting
0: yeah, and we we already saw a photo of my uh sister in law she seems very happy, <laughs> you know, She was just amazing, I was yeah. like, Chris, she might kill you so delightful (laughs) just hold her
2: hand let her squeeze the shit out of it she might break a couple of knuckles here and there but that's fine that's perfectly normal
1: that reminds me of a clip i saw the other day of this lady she's in labor and the nurse is like taking her vitals she's like any allergies she goes yes penicillin anything else yes men
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so
2: you know it's exciting for us i mean it's actually a
0: perfect uh, point though (laughs) Because it is Valentine's Day.
2: That's right. Yes. Oh, Happy Valentine's Day.
0: Happy V-Day. Happy
2: V-Day. We're not talking about veterans. We're talking about Valentine's. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's. Veterans comes happy, later.
1: Happy Palantines. Happy Galantines. I know that those are usually uh, in the mixed Palantines. Uh-huh. Guys or girls that are friends. Okay. Pals, Palantines. And, okay. And gals. Uh, like my daughter Roxanne had a Galantines get-together. All her single friends, female friends. Okay.
2: Nice. Okay. Galentine's so, yeah. and then Valentine's. Yes. Is there anything else?
1: Not that I know of <laughs> or, or recall at this time. You said Galentine's? Galentine's and Palentine's. And then Valentine's.
2: Gals. Okay. And Valentine's. Gals. Gals and is there pals. anything for like Galentine's? Can I, we make it up? I guess. I yeah. Guess why not?
1: Galentine or Palentine? Either or we're gals. I have mm-hmm. on occasions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, I was on a I was on a work call the other day mm. and um it was over Zoom and it was of course just internal. But uh you know, there were a couple of people on Zoom and everybody else was in the room and I was on Zoom and we got to a point where they were trying to, you know get me to talk about something but somebody else had to speak about something as well and he my boss goes well ladies first i was like okay then and (laughs) everybody just died in the room and then obviously you know i handed it over to 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 the ladies but um i just it was fun right that's good
2: i can only imagine well since my friends call me trish technically i could qualify as a lady so let me go first (laughs)
0: i used to be a lady i'm not a lady anymore so so speaking does, of that
1: there's a quick question does your boss know you go by trish
0: um no i don't think he knows that name oh i just, mean just we're niche. Still, yeah we're still we're still working on niche so <laughs> yeah, okay Pretty much.
1: that'll definitely throw a, a what do you call it a, a wrench
2: a, in a the wrench in thing. the
0: sprockets oh my god i'm not mm. gonna let it, he doesn't need to know about that
2: yeah <laughs> Uh well you better pray he's not listening. Uh, uh, Lord have mercy. Uh so uh let's talk about Valentine's. Um, you know, do you do you when you're with someone, because I know you're single now and you have been for quite a while now.
0: It's been 84 years.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you celebrate? Um, I mean, do you go all out for Valentine's? Because to me it's just like no.
0: Yeah. Valentine's is a weird one for me.
2: Right. Why? Um oh. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's, it's it, my brother, my oldest brother passed away on, on Valentine's day. So, um, it's been a while that I've actually, um, celebrated it. Uh, like a normal person would, It kind of always comes with a little bit of baggage, baggage, but right. a lot of um, Prada,
2: a lot of Gucci. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, I mean, what's kind of serendipitous and we were talking about this earlier mm-hmm. is that if, if this little baby girl is born today, there's something so beautiful about that. Right. Um, and it kind of like lightens the day and right. makes it special. And then she's like a love baby. Right.
2: Because, Absolutely. I mean, when you think about it, you know, losing your, your older brother on Valentine's Day and then having your niece potentially be born today. Mm-hmm. We don't know if that's going to be the case. You know, she's in the hospital waiting and doing her thing. You know, 10 centimeters is a lot of hours away. That's all we can say. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if that were the case, you're right. You know, you're taking something that you've predominantly have associated with something dark. And now um, it has been replaced with something that has um, light in it. Right. Yeah. And and it's loving. And, and I think that that might be that might be a way for for your family to really come to terms.
0: Yeah. It's like a a, it's almost like a healing thing, um, which is. It's like a a weird type of I don't know uh, um full circle type right. thing where you know we lost somebody very important to us and now we are bringing the first baby girl into our family and that's that's pretty beautiful and exciting.
2: Is she the only like niece?
0: Yeah. Girl niece. Oh she's
2: my the god, first one. she's going to be spoiled. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> yes, and I literally they better have the unicorn booties at the fucking hospital Because Lindsay promised me That she was bringing the baby home In her unicorn booties Yes I bought them
2: Did you Did you Ask your brother he took them
1: And 92 Were they onesies
0: 92 <laughs> onesies right. yeah. Were they
2: packed In the emergency hospital I mean, bag that,
0: that wasn't my first question today I literally just thought of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so you,
2: you need to t- text and make sure that he packed those booties. If not, you're going to go take care of the dog, feed the dog, walk the dog, get in the car, go to the hospital with the booties and drop them off.
0: Oh, 100%. Okay.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> so, well, the good thing is, I mean, the baby's born, she wouldn't be coming home today anyway. So you right. have a few days before that happens. So. Yeah. You can FedEx the You
2: can.
0: FedEx you the, can the
1: booties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then the only other thing I would say about Valentine's Day, and I always say this every year, is for all of our couples. Out there that are listening Remember the number one rule And that's fuck first right? Fuck first So make sure that you go home Before you go out to dinner tonight Or before you do anything tonight Get it out of the way Not that you're getting it out of the way Enjoy yourself But then you can go out and enjoy yourself Work up
2: the appetite (laughs)
0: Exactly Because once you
2: eat You gotta worry about all the shit that's inside you Mm -hmm. And if you're getting pounded If you're getting that pussy pounded you might fart. You might <laughs> fart. You might shard. You might shit the dick. Or you might have, you know, a couple yeah.
0: glasses of champagne or prosecco or whatnot, and fall asleep on your partner, and not be pit that would piss me off. So yeah. And it's, it's
2: never fun. (laughs) You know, when you are going out to dinner prior to like engaging someone, someone sexually and you don't want to eat because you don't want to run the risk of shitting the dick. And it was like, so you sit there and you drink and then you get loosey goosey. And then because you have nothing in your stomach. So yeah. Fuck first eat after. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. So, um, Jay, what about you?
1: Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> nah. I mean so, you've been so, married so, for yeah, like I've been 84 married years. for, uh, for eighty four years. As long as Nick <laughs> hasn't been laid. So. <laughs> <laughs> the last time Nick uh, had sex I got married. Oh. So no wow. but um we've been day. together yeah, we've been together and in the beginning in a few first fifteen years or so we celebrated and and then we realized we're paying out the fucking nose for a dinner we had two days ago for half the price. Mm-hmm. Right. So we just kind of eliminated the whole going out thing. <clears throat> I, I still try to get her something, you know, but her birthday is also two days prior. So Saturday was her birthday.
2: Oh, so you got to pick one. You can't <laughs> do
1: both.
2: I mean, so, we is poor.
1: Now I, I, get, I get screwed left and right. Christmas, I have two of my daughters and my mother, uh, the, the 12th, the 17th, and the 19th, mm-hmm. and then Christmas.
2: So they, they get their birthday gifts and then they expect And They the
1: Christmas. get Christmas, yeah. My wife is the twelfth and Valentine's Day, you know. So it's like it's one on top of the other is like you don't really get a break. So right. the missus was like, look, I understand it's a lot of spending. So
0: <laughs> just give me one Thank really God. God. nice yeah, gift. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: but we, we we traveled, we went to Jersey this past weekend. My little cousin got married. Beautiful, beautiful wedding. Uh, was a, it a
0: jersey
1: uh, wedding uh, it was no it was in a winery okay very very nice okay. um amazing amazing venue yeah so amazing it
2: was it venue. an outdoor
1: wedding no it was indoors they i was had gonna holes say and, it
2: was warm this weekend yeah, i mean it, it was warm <laughs> but still it's no, like uh,
1: believe it or not and, and i was surprised 60 degrees for his wedding mm-hmm. i was outside with just my jacket and you know yeah. my wife was wearing her dress no coat you know we had a great time. I know. That's so the awesome. weather, the weather really played well. Uh, we drove up Friday. We went out to dinner Friday for her birthday with my other cousins so she had that, that's awesome yeah. though i
2: i feel like the odds were ever in their favor yes, uh, when it yes. came to getting married oh, on that amazing. date amazing a february a wedding with 60 degree 60 weather
0: degree
1: weather was and then amazing.
0: snow the next day yes and then like
2: 22
1: <laughs> i should chill the next day but um yeah so we hung out we did the wedding for her birthday we had a great time um my niece had a prom dress that she wore when she graduated uh, high school that one of her aunts bought for her expensive dress. It was like six, seven hundred dollars dress, and it's been sitting in the closet. So we're talking about the wedding, and my niece is like, "Oh, I have a dress you can wear." So my wife got it like Monday last week and had it altered in three days. And oh wow! So she wore that to the wedding, and she looked amazing. She, she don't
2: play dress. when she's when, yeah, she, when she focuses she dresses on something. Up, yeah, yeah. she's ready to go.
1: Yeah, and she's got that Frida Kahlo look to her. So mm-hmm. you know, it's she like, always <laughs> has. Yeah. So yeah. she she knocked it out the park and she got a lot of compliments on the dress. She was really happy. Yeah. I, I
2: really I, truly do enjoy your wife's style when it comes to She's very to, eclectic. I love it because she's also very free flowing, very yes. free to colo yes, you know, yes. in a, in a sense. So Yeah. Uh, that's awesome.
1: And we had a great time and then Sunday we met up with um a good friend of mine. We've, we've known each other since 82. <laughs>
0: 84 um, years ago uh, <laughs> yeah
1: and they were one living day, one day
0: one day I'm gonna show up here and I'm gonna be like guys <laughs> guys yeah I you, got clouded out like, <laughs>
2: you don't even have to like you're yeah. gonna walk in and you're, you're gonna, gonna be, be glowing a, yeah glowing there's gonna be like a halo around your whole body and like absolutely mm-hmm. I'm gonna walk in
0: and be like my brother's gonna be an uncle now <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah but, <laughs> but it was it
0: don't was know a, what they yeah. look like but
1: yeah you never know. <laughs> but uh you yeah, know we had a good time and then, so we met up with our friends on Sunday on the way back home. They're they're up in Jersey as well in Belmar and we had a brunch with them with him and his wife and we had a good time and uh, you know my wife and I know them forever yeah. as well. So it was it was a nice, you know, nice weekend all together. She got treated to dinner, she got treated for Brunch.
0: She got to get dressed up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So today she shows up and she brings me a a little Valentine's Day gift. And of course I worked from home, so I'm like, I don't have shit for you, you know. (laughs) I was like, and she's like, No, no, you did so much this whole weekend. Don't even stress it, you know. Right. So I appreciate that. She's she's thoughtful in
0: that sense as well.
2: Well, I too have been (laughs) single for uh, probably 84 years. Um, I I don't, I don't, I really don't necessarily
0: (laughs) celibate. Right.
2: (laughs) I mean. Windows, you know, asses through the window, and stuff like that that 's all good um i, I don't i don 't buy into all this you know propaganda of having to you know feel like you're you're forced to go like put yourself in Sixty five
1: dollars for roses
2: like put yourself in debt just to you know demonstrate to someone that you love them when you can do that every day right, and so I really don 't buy into that, and even like holidays at like christmas like if you 're not a child. Less than thirteen years of age, you're not getting a gift. you get a Merry Christmas, I love you, and that's it i don't I don't buy into that. It's like there are people out there that are putting themselves into debt, trying to appease and 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 you know appear that you know oh yeah, I can do this, I can splurge on this and this and this and this and this and, this and that you know I mean you've got people that are you know collecting. You know, social services and assistance. Yet they got time to be up in that nail salon every week, getting forty, fifty, and sixty dollar critic sets done every single week. Yeah.
1: Shit! If you do toes and nails, it's a hundred and change, easy. So
2: I mean, it's like <laughs> I, I don't have time for that. I, I don't buy into it. I, I have a mortgage to pay, bills to pay, and my life is not easy, and nor is it cheap. And so no, I don't do it. And Imagine, if I had a boyfriend, eh. I I wouldn't get into this whole Valentine's things. I love you.
1: Imagine me buying Valentine's Day for everybody at home now. Four girls and seven grandkids.
0: Well, imagine imagine (laughs) if I was in a relationship and someone didn't buy me Mm. a
1: Valentine's.
0: Gift.
2: you wouldn't be in a relationship because uh, they'd be dead
0: uh,
1: uh-huh. <clears throat> see but i would see, have but to That's like, different that's e- different e- especially earlier in the, today yeah. there
0: was this big ass ice school hanging <laughs> outside and tom rips it off the side he's like that's gonna impale someone it's like you should have left it and he goes oh there's no steve here <laughs>
2: <laughs> no steve here for you to no like steve murder here. or anything like that <laughs> no but, but you know it is what it is and and for those who celebrate listen not knocking you down, none of that. It's just for me. I don't see the financial um, relevance uh, to putting yourself mm-hmm. in debt just to show someone that you love them. When you do that every day, when you wake up and you kiss them in the morning and you make them a cup of coffee, do something nice. Make them breakfast. You it doesn't, what? you know, make them French French toast. Or I,
0: what I will say is, I think that there are, you know, certain certain situations where you know an occasion like this would be important right if you are a parent or you know you have three kids two kids one kid you don't you don't really have time for for one another so having having that day knowing that okay i'm gonna schedule something for that day so that we can have some time together i think that is a good use of something like this
2: yeah. Fuck that! It's called call <laughs> grandma. I'm dropping these fucking baby kids That's what off I'm saying. And like, I'm just I'm just gonna go for a run. I'm gonna run straight into hell because these kids are driving me bananas. That's what that's called. I
1: don't. I'm, <laughs> and and I mean. Don't, don't get know, me call, wrong. Call when me the bitter. girls, when the girls were, when my girls were younger, we did, you know, we did mm-hmm. stuff with them. But, but we never splurged and we right. never went crazy with right. stuff. You know, we got them little cards and chocolates and just to show them we appreciate them. And we try to do the same thing with the grandkids. But for instance, today, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get anything for the missus, But before I left, usually on Mondays, I normally cook. I don't cook on Mondays because yeah. I'm leaving. But before my wife got home, I made sure that I had something ready. For her to eat. Oh, uh, that, see, but see so, but that, that's sensible
2: and appropriate. Yeah, yeah exactly. You have it in the home. <laughs> you're doing something that you're you're going out of your way to do something that typically you don't do on Mondays. And it shows her that, hey, I know he has a very long day today. I know that he's got to be running around. He's got to jump from one side of the state to the other to go do a show and blah, blah, blah. But he took the time to show me that he loves me and he cooked something and exactly. left it there for yeah, me.
1: Exactly. So that's, that's meaningful. yeah.
2: yeah. There are these bitches out here that are expecting <laughs> yeah. two hundred and three hundred dollar dinners with like you know ninety dollar bottles of Moet. Uh, Moet is it Moet or Moet? You
0: Moet, Moet, right? Moet. I, I would not want that.
2: And no. uh, or whatever champagne and and like if you can't get them a dinner that's worth like two seventy five minimum, they want nothing to do with you.
0: Steak and lobster.
2: Oh, that sure.
1: <laughs> I can't. I got you. I've seen it. I've seen it. So. <sighs> Anyway. I can't. So well,
2: happy I mean, Valentine's Day, boys! Yeah, happy <laughs> Valentine's Day, Valentine's. everyone! Like I said, listen, if you want to go out of your way to show someone that you love them monetarily, that's your prerogative. I'm not saying you can't do that. It's just that that's just not me. I'm, I'm like Arya Stark. I'm sorry, not me. <laughs> I'm gonna go out there and become a faceless girl and just start murdering people and oh off God. off with like what's his we're, name? We're going um, off the rails
1: here. <laughs> uh, God, what was she the,
2: lost? It what was the the Lord's name? In the Twin Towers, the the <laughs> twins in the twins, Lord Frey, where she like carved out his face oh and like God. poisoned all his people. Oh, yeah, that would be me.
0: I'm getting a phone call from a family member.
2: Oh, interesting. You want to answer that?
0: Yeah, I'm going to. Right, Please,
2: do you want me to plug it in? no uh, so anyway um while she's doing that uh yeah it's just you know
1: yeah and i it's and, interesting. And, and i agree with you i mean i i get to just be be you know uh, of valentine's and what it quote unquote represents right and i understand that but they've turned you know same thing with easter they easter. have turned it as, into such a valentine's day stuff is up are you Everything a okay? yet? I will be. <laughs> All right,
0: <laughs> It's happening. I will, I will be a gunkle today. All okay.
1: right.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, that's happening. So that means she's going to have to book out of here later.
1: Yes. All right. Well, but, uh, yeah. No, what I'm saying, what I was saying quickly is that, you know, I understand the meaning behind it, but sometimes you got to take a step back and realize that there's other ways of showing you love someone without spending a fortune on mm-hmm. them. Right. Um, and, and if they can't realize or they don't recognize that that's you know it's not about spending the money then you need to take a second look at that seriously
2: call me bitter betty but Uh, somebody's getting murdered okay
0: bitter betty (laughs) all
2: right well listen love the conversation happy valentine's day we do have a guest so we are going to take a quick break and uh, when we come back uh we have paul bailey uh joining us he's our nutritional coach and uh, we're excited so here's some music we will be right back All right, well, welcome back, uh, ladies and gents, from the break. A little awkward for us because we normally do like a really long musical break, but um, because you know, we got to go upstairs, we got to do our shots, we got to do all of that good stuff, and Get our liquid courage so that words can just flow out of our mouths, or as we like to say, speak in cursive, but you know, it is what it is. Um, But we're back, we're back, and we're excited because now we have our guest for today, Paul Bailey. He is a nutrition coach with over 15 years of experience helping gay men transform their health, body, and self-confidence by focusing on their mindset, relationships with food, and themselves. Uh, Paul, welcome and thank you for joining
3: us. Thank you so much. Uh, It's a real pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
2: So we are excited uh, because it's been a while. The last time we had someone actually, I believe, also from the UK that spoke about nutrition and how that translates to the gay community or members of the LGBTQ plus community uh, was about, I would probably say, almost almost two years ago. Um, So we're excited because it's time to revisit the conversation, and how important nutrition is, not only for gay people, but everyone in general. And so before we get started, please tell us uh, who you are, your pronouns, if you'd like to share and a little bit about what you do.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I'd I'd say my name is Paul Bailey. I'm he, him. And I have been doing coaching for about 20 years, but I added on the nutrition bit um, in the last, 10-15 10, 15 years. And it just seemed to click a lot more with people that when I was working with them, because especially here in the UK, people don't get coaching. It doesn't make sense to them. Right. right. <laughs> um, but when you talk about nutrition and weight loss, which is usually the thing that people associate nutrition with, um, th- they get it, they understand it. And it's so much easier to have that conversation. And then you can move them on to the coaching bit, they're talking about the mindset about their relationship with food and themselves and things like that. And it really opens up a much bigger dialogue mm-hmm. that basically starts usually with belly fat, because right. that's pretty much every conversation we'll have with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> we are loaded. We are loaded. We are how loaded. do I get rid of belly fat? Right. <laughs> so yeah.
0: Paul, tell us a little bit about how you got into this.
3: It Really bizarrely. I, um, I was just uh, polling some friends and saying, I want to do an extra course and I'm not sure whether to do personal training or nutrition. And it was ever so slightly more popular that people wanted to learn about nutrition. And I thought, oh, okay, well I'll, I'll do that. So um, I studied with a company called Precision Nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, they're based in Canada and they're, they, they they are incredibly science based. There's none of this woo woo stuff going on there. <laughs> um, and, it just made sense and and people really appreciated somebody talking to them about Science based nutrition, as opposed to what I've read on the internet, and this is what I've heard my mother told me—that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right, like, take a shot of like what do they call that?
2: Um, apple cider vinegar every day with you know whatever, and destroy your insides.
3: <laughs> while we're at it, right? Uh-huh. Kind of well, I mean, there, there isn't anything magical about it. There, basically, there is no superfood. There there are foods that are slightly better for you and slightly worse for you, but there is no really good or bad food, which is what I tell everybody as I'm eating my McDonald's, there is no good <laughs> or bad food. You just don't have it every single day. And that that's how you improve.
2: Right. So your journey into, um, obviously you, you've been coaching for a very long time, but your journey into nutrition, does it have anything to do with like a personal thing that you wanted to accomplish for yourself as part of, uh, of your journey and helping others?
3: Yeah, absolutely. When I was 13 years old. Um, my mother dropped dead in front of me from a heart attack and I I was giving, I was helping my father give her CPR. She was 45 years old and I'm 51 now. And when I hit 40, I became paranoid. Am I going to survive past my mother's age or am I going to die at 45? Because you suddenly realize, holy shit, 40 is not old. Right. and 45 is is it's it's really nothing at all and I, I have sort of noticed that as i get older you think jesus is not old either right. you know <laughs> how how long does this go on for right. and it's kind of scary <laughs> yes.
2: too that you know death sometimes uh, the fear of death is sometimes what drives us to do better uh in mo- in in some cases uh for ourselves and for others and to make changes but, you know, often we, we fail to realize that, you know, regardless at what age, death is inevitable. But while we're alive, what can we do to better our lives and minimize the risk?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's so much more about living a, a longer and healthier and more active mm-hmm. life. That's really what I try and focus on the most. It's it's not just about living longer because, you, you know, you can live into your hundreds and just be sat in a chair and not do very much. But I wanted to be active and, and um, be as healthy as possible and do the things I love for as long as I possibly can. That's right. what's the driving factor for me. Right.
0: So if we look at the – because mainly you work with the gay community. So if we yeah. look at the gay community as a whole, we know that generally we are really hard on ourselves. We tear ourselves apart. We don't like to look at ourselves in the mirror unless we look a certain way. Or at least that's me. Self-reflection.
2: Self-reflection. Uh-huh. that, that but, that's important but, that's important for but your process the reason
0: i bring it up is because i'm sure as a coach and as a nutritionist you come across that a lot and i'm wondering how you um, kind of guide somebody through that
3: process i think making helping them realize um that a lot of gay men in particular deal with guilt and shame um because we've been through usually quite a sort of turmoil um, when we were younger and then you go into the gay community and you're getting judged by the way you look by the people you hang out with by the clothes you're wearing by the muscles you have or don't have and all those kind of things so we kind of it's ingrained in us to to have this very critical and judgmental sense about our our own self-worth and the way we look so helping people understand that that that's probably a part of why we have an issue with what we eat and why we guilt ourselves into eating things. And we often end up with a fuck it mentality right. where you've had something bad. So you, you may as well just binge for the rest of the week. Right. right. And, and it's also worth noting too,
2: that especially in the gay community with males specifically in, in, in men, We're very vain, vain about everything, vain about how we look, vain about how we feel. There's vanity in how much we weigh. And if you are a certain individual that looks a certain way that doesn't meet the ideal male physique, you're cast aside you're ostracized you're not really um invested in when it comes to you know sharing spaces with other um members of the gay community and that's it's very hard so how do we use what you're what you're offering to to try to mitigate that pain that we feel with with rejection from our own community
3: i think that we really have to look at ourselves first of all, because quite often what we believe is rejection from our own community is actually rejection from ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. And we have to be very introspective and think about what it, what it is that I'm struggling with. What is it that I don't like? What, what, what can I change and actually start to focus on things that I do like about myself and the things that I can do and the things that are good about me. and, you know, as I say to a lot of people, you know, we, we have an entire bear community that they wouldn't dream of being skinny little bitches. Right. <laughs> that, 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 that's, why would they want to? You know, yep. that's me.
2: That. Um, yeah. And I'm proud of that because, I mean, I've been both spectrums when I was very oh, young yeah. up until, you know, my 30s, probably maybe around 31, 32. <laughs> Um, I was a skinny bitch that could eat a large pizza and yes. down a hole like, you know, two liter Coke all by myself and, you know, take a dump and lose 20 pounds. That was the kind of person that I was. And then, you know, it's all of a sudden it's like poof, I blew up like a balloon at the Macy's Day Parade on, you know, on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's like I know that um, as you age, your body tends to process things that you continuously throw at it differently and resulting in weight gain and, and, and changes, physical changes in your body. And so, you know, I know that there are changes that I need to make in my life, but sometimes some of those changes, like I don't want to give up a cheeseburger and I could eat a cheeseburger every day. (laughs) But, you know, tell me, how do I get away from those double cheeseburgers?
3: You don't. You absolutely don't. You cheeseburgers should be a part of your life. Right. Like I said, just not every single day. And it's it really is the best way you can look at this is how can I make each meal just a little tiny bit better? So if I'm if I'm having a burger with fries, with a shake, with a apple pie dessert pudding, mm. how can I make that a little bit better? Um maybe Not eat all the fries. Um, Maybe swap the shake out for a diet soda or something like that. It it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. But if you make every single meal just that little bit better, you will start to see improvements. You did not get, anybody did not get to the size they are today overnight. It took years to get there. Mm -hmm. And one burger is not going to get you there just the same as if you lose a little bit of weight one burger is not going to put all that weight back on again so actually learning that every single day every single meal if you can make that just a little bit bit better over the months weeks years you'll get back to the weight that is comfortable for you and I I do hate when we talk about weight in particular and specific weight and target weight it drives me fucking insane because there is no perfect weight that you should be. The BMI is a load of nonsense. It drives me mad that the medical industry still use that as a system as health. Um, We should be thinking about what we feel comfortable with, what we look good with, what we feel healthy with. That's what we should be focusing on, not a Mm -hmm. number on a scale. I
1: mean, we're talking, yeah, it's a doctor, but they they still need to make money so they're 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 going to diagnose you with obesity even though you're still you feel healthy and you're still able to do a lot of stuff because you don't meet that quote unquote bmi mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of bullshit is what i see
3: <laughs> absolutely and the 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 scary thing is i mean here in the uk we've got free healthcare but we still get that yeah we still walk into the doctors and they say to us oh you know i've i've got this ache i've got this pain this is wrong with me okay they look at you go, well, you need to lose weight first. Right. Like, but that's got nothing to do yeah. with what I've just told you.
2: Right. I mean, but it's Absolutely. easier said than done. Okay, doctor, you're telling me I need to lose weight. What are my options? What can I do? What methods do you have? What? 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 Tell me, how do I go about that? Right? And have a smart conversation. Here's my diet. This is what I do. Now you tell me what I need to do. That's not, well,
3: that's that, when you go see Paul, right? Right. <laughs> this is the thing. This is why this kind of profession exists. Is because doctors do not have time um, to go into detail and to help you change your mindset about eating, mm-hmm. because that's what it is. It. it everybody that I comes that comes to me says, "I know what I should do. I just don't do it." Right. That's because it's not actually about. What's on your plate? It's about what's in your mind. Right. Right.
0: I find it really interesting, though, that you're both a life coach, and I think that that's really, you know, important to harp on, and a nutritionist, right? Because mm. when we talk about the gay community, when we talk about food, and when we talk about our relationship with food, I I know that in the gay community, I know plenty of people that struggle with eating disorders and or mm-hmm. binging. Because they're not eating correctly, and so they're hiding that, and they're calling it their shame eating or their shame time or whatever it is, and they're constantly going at themselves about it. And so, as uh, you know, as a gay man meeting with somebody like you and kind of putting it out there, all right, this, these are the things that I'm dealing with, and the reality is, maybe I have a slight eating disorder, or maybe I binge, eat or whatever it is. How do you go about having that conversation with them to help them? you know, come, come through and like see and heal their
3: relationship with food. Mm. It 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 <laughs> It's certainly not something you can do overnight. It's something that takes time. Um, you know, we didn't build up these walls and these phobias and these binging episodes that didn't, again, didn't happen overnight. It's something that you have to, to have to chip away at very, very slowly and gently over a period of time. Um, When I work with somebody on a one-to-one basis, I work with them for a minimum of six months because it takes that long to change your mindset about what you're doing. Um, I, I run a free Facebook group where people can sort of get that kind of support as well. And a lot of them just initially, when they first start, they just post pictures of food that they're eating. And it's not for me to judge or criticize or comment on the food. It's just for them to raise awareness of what's actually on their plate. What are they actually eating on a day-to-day basis? Mm-hmm. Because quite often we, we get ourselves into a situation where it's just the same thing day in, day out, mindless, trying to get through the day, trying to cope with the stresses and strains of life. Um, whereas actually we just need to be just a little bit more present right. when we are talking and looking and cooking and buying food. So you mentioned a free
2: Facebook uh, group. Um, don't be bashful. We don't mind if you shamelessly plug. Tell us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's really a, quite a long winded name. But if you basically search for uh, impact nutrition, gay men over 40, it, th- there'll be a group there. But if you actually go to my little link tree website, Paul.coach, there's a link to it from that. Um, and there's also a, a free quick start guide as well, PDF, because people struggle to just get started. Right. So um, I love to just give people a, a little quick cheat sheet just to get them on the right track.
2: So let's talk about that, part. Yeah. So you're saying quick, uh, quick cheat sheet. If I'm someone who I know I'm overweight because that's how I feel I am and I'm ready to seriously engage someone uh, in trying to, you know, navigate this new realm of of th- that i'm about to jump into how do you start what steps do you take and um what are your recommendations for them whether it's either through you or through someone else are there networks of nutritionists that you would recommend if if they're not in the UK and they rather you know reach
3: out to someone here in the US um how do you get started um i mean there's a there's a lot of sort of misinformation out on the internet. So you have to be really careful. Personal recommendation is usually the best way to find somebody that can help you. Um, And my recommendation usually for people to just to get started is let's start from the beginning. Let's start from breakfast. Okay. What do you have for breakfast? Let's see if we can make that just a little bit better. Um, I'm not a low carb fanatic. I'm not a keto paleo. (laughs) You're never going to have chips, fries, fries, pizza, whatever again. Yes. My world will literally
2: come to an end.
3: Uh huh. Yeah. It's just, (laughs) don't, don't even bother with that. But having said that we do have generally too much carbohydrate in pretty much every single meal that we have in particular in breakfast, you know, we have cereal with a splash of milk or soy milk or whatever. And it's basically carbs with some toast, which is carbs with some jelly, which is, carbs it's just too much and you'll you'll end up having kind of a little bit of a crash and so just to get people started i would say let's just start with breakfast just get 20 grams of protein which is three eggs it's 200 grams of greek yogurt uh it's a tofu scramble if you're if you're plant-based just start with that do that for a week and see how you get on. And I can almost guarantee you will snack less. You'll feel fuller for longer. You'll feel more comfortable in your own body. You'll have more energy. And that will give you the motivation to think, okay, I I, I could do the next thing, whatever that thing is. Right. So it's it's always you want to look for somebody or look for – instructions where it's like it needs to be so bloody easy you think well what's the point It's you know that's just that's just too simple you have to start that at that level and then gradually improve
2: so you're saying basically what i'm understanding is pick pick breakfast for example work on that and then move on to something else when you've when you've become comfortable with the idea of making breakfast better for you now let's try lunch and Perfect. maybe, you know, dinner four weeks from now or six Absolutely. weeks from now. And, and so what you're doing is you're gradually incorporating healthier choices um, that are better for your body, but you're doing them in ways that are not so like
3: disruptive uh, to Absolutely. how you've been eating for years. Yeah, spot on. I mean, if, you, if, you, if somebody was looking to lose weight, um, I would want them to lose between one to two pounds a week which is really not a lot, the slower, the better. If you can lose half a pound a week, that's even better for you because that shows that you're in control of, of what you're having. You're not necessarily missing out a great deal because you're not losing weight dramatically. Your body is able to just keep doing that for ages and ages because you're not restricting anything. Um, But if we can just start slowly and just work that way, you could you could basically do that for years, and let's face it, 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 it took you years to get where you, where you are, so it's going to take years possibly to right. get back to that. I right. think
1: I think part of the issue is that we're accustomed to immediate gratification. <clears throat> so I think it's working on eliminating that first and, and yeah trying to avoid expect immediate results. You know, uh, I didn't lose five pounds in a week. Something's wrong. And I think that's a big thing. And, And coming from a Latino background, Carbs is 95% of our <laughs> diet. I, you literally. Know, we grew up, yeah, you make a soup, but you add rice and you add bread. <laughs> it's like, And noodles, and don't forget noodles. the noodles. And the noodles. It's like, it, it's like carbs with carbs and extra carbs just in case you didn't have enough carbs.
2: And a splash of veggies <laughs> and a lot of meat. Yep. Yeah, so, I,
1: right. I mean, that's that's the main thing. Especially, I, I think a lot of times, um, you know, depending on how you grew up, eating that's another thing I mean when I was younger you know 15, 16, even 18 I was active I -hmm. could sit down and eat pounds of food no questions asked and keep moving but I was constantly active I was always burning it off Mm -hmm. and then you get accustomed to eating that way and then you're 30, 35 and you're still eating in the same fashion and you're trying to figure out why am I getting so fat
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the the interesting thing is when, when people do start eating healthier, it within like three to four weeks, they'll come back to me and say, do you know what? I'm ready to do a little bit of exercise now. And this is, I'm not forcing them. I'm not telling them that they should be doing this, but that just by eating a little bit better, they're getting more energy. They're sleeping better. They, they start to actually want to move their body a bit more. And so I sort of give them some bodyweight exercises and it just, it snowballs. They, they just get better and better and better.
0: Nice. That's so incredible. My, my last thought and question for you is <clears throat> right now, like in the past couple of years, food sensitivity has been such a big thing. Everybody's taking these tests to find out what they're allergic to, what they shouldn't be putting in their bodies. Uh, is that something that you would suggest and, or should people be cutting all the stuff out of their diet when they get these tests back?
3: So a lot of these tests, um, particularly the one that you get on mail order, they test for antibodies. um, And they say that because you've got the antibodies, you are therefore sensitive or allergic to these foods. These antibodies actually mean you have consumed these foods. They don't mean that you're allergic to them. So you'll get this huge list of like 100 things you're not supposed to eat. And they're like color coded as well. So Mm -hmm. it really scares the crap out of you. But actually, it's it's bullshit. Yeah. It's absolutely bullshit. Right. Unless you are celiac, you cannot have gluten. You might be gluten sensitive, and you might find that if you eat three pizzas in a row, you know you're going to get the shits. Um, <laughs> but don't eat it. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, you know, some people um, say, for example, lactose. So people are scared about dairy. Oh, can't have dairy because, you know, it's bad for you, isn't it? No, in fact, unless you are actually lactose intolerant, which means that if you had anything with lactose in it, dairy, milk, cheese, whatever, you would be sat in the toilet for the next 24 hours. Right. Most of us are not lactose intolerant. We might be lactose sensitive. So if we have a gallon of milk, our body cannot process it that quick. The interesting thing is if you cut out all lactose from your body, you will actually make yourself lactose sensitive. Right. right. So you'll actually end up making yourself ill by doing that.
0: Yeah. That's, it's interesting. Cause I have uh, I have a good friend who
3: um,
0: took one of those tests and it came back that she was gluten intolerant and, you know, lived her life. Most of her life, you know, if she had gluten, she might have some type of reaction, but now, it's like she eats it, she's sick for days
2: mm. which is quite yeah. quite interesting um so paul uh let's say for example, I'm someone that's interested in having a conversation, sitting down with someone uh, of uh of your experience. how do I do that how do you um how do I reach out to you or how do I um look at what you have available? Do you have a program available um a website perhaps that someone can say, Hey, I'm going to reach out to Paul and see what my options are.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So if you just go to my website, Paul.coach, that will go to the link tree where you've got the Facebook group. You've got the link to book a, a call with me. Um, you've got the free quick start guides, all of those kind of stuff. And the, the, the calls that I have with people, they're just a 15 minute quick chat. It's not a sales pitch. I don't have time to sell you anything. It's just really just have a quick chat and say, can I help you? Mm-hmm. Right. Do Do you have the right mindset at the moment to be helped? Because you have to actually want help. Um. I could. You know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Right. I, it, there's no point in me having a conversation with you if actually you're not ready for that conversation yet. Right. Right.
2: So Paul.coach is where people should go if they're, you know, seriously thinking about making some changes that could potentially have very healthy benefits for them and they want to engage in that conversation with you. That's where they should go.
3: Yeah, absolutely. That'd be fantastic.
2: That's awesome. Well, Paul, I I think, um, you know, the work that you're doing is important for for all of us for a lot of people who are looking to to find ways to better themselves right without having to go through these fat diets and you know trying to say oh my god the keto and this and that and, and my lemonade know, cleanse right with <laughs> with cayenne pepper and god knows what else. right now he's
0: like how dare he say okay. that while i'm on the show
2: <laughs> he went through it he went through it i had to go through it with him because you know there's nothing worse than someone trying some of these like crazy like fads and then having them go through that irritable process of being like mad all day because they're super hungry and then they times. take it out on you <laughs> meaning me <laughs> meaning me because i have to deal with him often so
3: and, and I, what results did you get from doing that i just wanted oh, to strangle him i fit
0: into my soup for the wedding
3: right <laughs> Yeah, can
0: insane. you fit in? But then can it all came in? right back. <laughs>
1: but can you fit into the suit now? This the question. i
0: have
1: I've I've done keto. I've and and once I dropped off keto, I must have eaten more carbs than I've eaten my entire life because you crave it. Yeah. You crave right.
2: it. You're depriving your body of something <laughs> yeah. that you've let it literally having, yeah. get used to for decades and now all of a sudden you're cutting it all out and your body's like, "What is happening?" Yes. Mm. Right, that's, yeah, It's that, not
3: healthy. I mean, protein, carbs, and fat are the three main macros, and to to suddenly cut out a third of what you should be eating, of course you're going to lose weight. But is it healthy? Right, probably not.
0: Yeah,
3: right.
1: not, not if you're miserable. That's the way I see it.
3: That's definitely not healthy. <laughs> yeah, being miserable. Yeah. No, I would not recommend that at all. <laughs>
2: Well, um, Paul, it's been fantastic to have you. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of the information that you've shared with us today, um, is important because it makes us realize that we really do need to be very careful with what we choose and, and, and how we approach weight loss, our mindset, how we correlate our mental with our physical and how that all works together. Um, and I, I'm, you know, I'm really happy that I know that Coach exists and I can go there and just be like, Hey, what can I do for myself? You're going to have to call Please him tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Paul, cool to it. So thank you. Thank you so much for, for um, providing this vital information and, and sharing what you've been working on for well over decades uh, with us on the show and with
3: our guests and with our listeners. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on. You're thank welcome.
1: you. And thank you for coming on so late. I know you're you're late night.
3: Yeah, it's midnight now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's <laughs> my bad. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Nick.
2: <laughs> get some of that needed restful sleep and, um, and, and and we'll be in touch because I don't think this is the end of, you know, uh, I would say Paul Bailey on the show. I think that there's more that we can gain and our listeners can gain from having you on and, and you know, yeah. um, potentially Absolutely. collaborate If you have with any us.
3: questions or anything like that and you want to send them to the show instead and we can have a follow up maybe. Yeah. We can definitely do that. Would
1: that would be fantastic.
3: Definitely do that,
2: Paul.
1: And if you choose to write a book down the road or, or you know, a um, small manuscript and you want to share with us?
2: I, I didn't ask. Do, do you have any written work or, or do you have anything that's published um,
3: specifically for what you're you're doing? Um, not for nutrition. I do have a life coaching book out, um, but away. it's it's not nutrition related. So it's, it's kind of out of date now. I would probably have to, get in touch with you again once i've got it up to date (laughs) okay well that's
2: enough said but if you have anything you want to share with us send it to us we'll make sure we publish it we're going to be publishing tonight's episode i hope by the end of this evening and we'll have a link to your website obviously all the information that you've shared with us uh for our listeners and anyone that wants to engage and uh good luck and thank you um for doing what you do it's important
3: it's been a real pleasure thank you guys thank you thank you
2: All right, well, ladies and gents, that, of course, was Paul Bailey. Uh, We're going to have most of the information on uh, our website tonight with tonight's post. Um, What a wonderful guy.
0: Yeah, he's great. I
2: love love his enthusiasm for the work that he does, and uh, it seems like, you know, he's doing good things. It's awesome. It's amazing. All right, well i we can uh, all
1: use some extra help. Don't we always <laughs> don't don't we. We always
2: All right. Well, um why don't we uh wrap this up? Do you have Mama Kim's Minute and all that good stuff? I um, do, too? yeah. Oh my gosh, she was on point today. She's she's she can't wait to get to her niece. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And by niece I mean, you know, well, you gotta get to the puppy first and then your niece. Yeah niece hasn't come yet hopefully it would be awesome if she was born today
0: yeah it would be
2: valentine's day all right well why don't we toss it over to trish i'm gonna give her some love because of course you won't do the second if you don't give her any love so here she goes wait which one is your buying?
0: Uh, the one up pink this yeah, one that one no I, I don't think that's it i don't really know that's not it that's uh, is another one. Oh, wait wait oh, wait
1: it's muted oh there it is thank
0: you <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Here's Mama Kim's minute. Number one: Andrew Blazer makes U.S. history, U.S. Olympic history as the first out gay man in this super fast ice sport. Number two: Brilliant, gender fluid, nuclear expert, and LGBT plus activist lands crucial job in Biden's administration. Yas queen. Yes. Number three: HIV is now diagnosed more often in straight people than gay and or bisexual men.
2: Which is pretty interesting, considering you know, and and I think that. That um, Truvada and uh, prophylactic exposure treatments that we've had available for the past six, seven years now mm-hmm. have made a huge impact oh, in yeah. our community. One hundred percent, in regards to you know the possibility of contracting HIV when you expose yourself with someone who's yeah. positive. And
0: I don't think the education is out there necessarily right now for the heterosexual community. I mean, um, you know, they can be and should be protecting themselves too
1: absolutely
2: okay well uh i was just sending a little message to our guests we just said thank you uh thank you guys uh great speaking with you all likewise uh paul um wonderful to have you so um that was mama kim's minute in a heartbeat well why don't we move out, move on to
1: um
2: <laughs> on this festive.
1: day in gay history right. <laughs> brought to you by gay talk 2.0 your lgbtq podcast look at
2: him yeah we're still doing that (laughs) Uh, it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) so in this day in gay history of course february 14th 1984 in australia elton john mary's female music engineer so elton john mary's oh i'm gonna screw this up i know renati Bluel,
0: yeah, Bluel? I'm
1: sorry if I screw this up. In Sydney for four days after four days after proposing to her, they divorced in 1988 when he disclosed he is gay, not bisexual.
2: Which I mean, we kind of knew, but it's not our jobs it to help people. People have to go through the process of, um, you know, just going through the notions of of getting to that point when they're ready. Sorry, absolutely. Trish had to step out. If you're mm-hmm. watching the live stream video, then, you know, she's excited.
1: She's excited. She's expecting We're expecting her babies. Her so, first So, um,
2: so yeah, you know, that's, that's interesting. That you is know, and, and then he ended up marrying his husband, who he's currently still with, um, which is incredible. And, you know, when you think about an artist such as Elton John, you know, the man has made meaningful impact, not only for our community, but just in the music that he shares with the world. So absolutely. it's incredible. All right, well, ladies and gents, if you love the show, make sure that you go subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. By subscribing, you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as our episodes are published. You can also support us on Patreon by doing so. You, our listeners, can support the show with a monetary donation, which we collect monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more. And... Um, I have no idea.
1: Next week, I guess we may or may not have an invited guest. We will see. <clears throat> but we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to our guest tonight, Paul Bailey, a nutritional coach slash life coach. Right. Uh, it was great speaking with him and having him on the show today. And we hope to have him back as always my job is done i'm leaving this <laughs> is got it i'm proud of you mr j so are you a gunkle yet we're waiting for news. no I mean, i'm okay. not
0: not a gunkle yet no no but my brother is you know freaking you're, out. everybody's freaking
1: it. out we're well, we're happy and excited down. it takes
0: hours no okay. he was, he was like all right nick you're gonna head up there there are you know two filet mignons in the in the, in the fridge they're gonna go bad if you don't cook them so can you cook them tonight it's like Really? You're calling me to tell me about the fucking filet mignon stuff. I'm driving up with you today. (laughs) Filet filet mignon. mignon. We're
2: going up there. (laughs) There will be a barbecue at 12 o'clock tonight. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Funny. Uh, yes, this, so, this is us we never have anything formally scripted
2: right so um, it, it is going to be President's Day next week and I believe yes. I'm off that Monday are you off that Monday I
1: don't know maybe uh-huh. I'll take it off if
2: I don't have yeah, it yeah and so it, I don't know if maybe the weather cooperates and we have something to celebrate on maybe we'll grill in the backyard even though it's like bone chilling cold we'll make it work uh, and Absolutely. do something and then bring you on a nice little you know president's day episode yeah because i know i'm off next week i'm, I'm taking off it as well. <laughs> so um all right well here's nick uh with our weekly reminder for all of you bottoms out there who want to keep your buttholes on point yes we are talking about future method let me give this bitch some love here you go
0: okay thank you get the future method today each time you clean out with water or enemas delicate tissues are harmed and cells are damaged increasing chances of injury and or stds the first of its kind doctor developed formula gently cleanses before you play without hurting your bum visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum cleanser
1: today yes queen Jay, and as always it is time to put a ring on it why do we do
2: a ring? Because that's that's my thing. That's yeah, his that's thing. Her thing. Right, Chris well, likes to put a rubber
1: on it. I like to put a ring on it. Oh, we please. know. Chris is so not kidding Chris anybody. is not here. And by the way, happy belated birthday, Chris. Oh, we yeah, forgot you. That's right. It was his we birthday. Apologize. We apologize. I didn't forget. We're horrible. I'm horrible. Sorry. Horrible. We love you. We love happy you. Happy birthday, girl. Not listening. And... Just to move on, our show is available on our website, gaytalk20.com, on the audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio.
0: All right, you can find us on social media Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0, Twitter, at Gay Talk 20. You can email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom, you hit record today. I did. So it worked good. The intern finally got it. Uh, if you need to reach out to us, just head
2: on over to our website, click on the contact us tab. Uh, there, you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast or an individual host. You can also call us and leave us a voice message if you'd like. We can, you know, answer any questions you may have on the show live. The phone number is 334 Gay Talk. And if you need all those digits, it is 334-429-8255. 3, 3, Don't forget that we do stream live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can access that live stream by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. With that, ladies and gents, that is our show. Thank you. And y'all have a good night.
0: Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank
2: you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more dishes.